This episode of Spawned is brought to you by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, which is leading the way the world understands, treats, and defeats childhood cancer and other life-threatening diseases. Your help means a family can focus on what matters most, their child. So support St. Jude families. Visit stjude.org slash family. That's stjude.org slash family to learn how. Hello and welcome to Spawn, a common sense and hopefully fun discussion on parenting and parenting culture. Hey, I'm Kristen Chase. I'm Liz Gumbiner with a cold, as you can hear. And we're the co-founders of CoolMomFix.com. On today's episode of Spawn, we're going to be talking about Mother's Day. Which is suddenly controversial. Who knew? It's a controversial holiday. Moms, why are we controversial? Well, we're going to talk about that today. And, of course, we will close out our show with our cool picks of the week. So we're going to talk about why everybody wants to claim Mother's Day from moms. But first, Liz. Well, first, I just want to say it's really ironic that I have this like um, amazing cold this week and I can't even say the word mothers. So I think we should call it Mother's Day. And then at least I'll be saying it right. <laughs> so Mother's Day, Chris. Mother's Day. Yes. Um, okay. So first, you know, we always joke about bad pitches we get. Last year, we did an entire hello hilarious yes, podcast episode. We did. We say so ourselves about like the worst Mother's Day pitches we ever got <laughs> and the things you should never get your mom for Mother's Day, like, you know, an oil change or a bikini wax. <laughs> <laughs> Still funny. Still funny, which means you should go listen to it, by the way. Yeah, exa- exactly. So just scroll back into May uh, 2017 and you will find it. So anyway, I got a pitch a couple weeks ago. I put it up on Facebook and it led to the most delicious discussion on my personal page. <laughs> it was about how like they're trying to pitch Mother's Day for dog mommies because we shouldn't forget dog moms on Mother's Day. And that while some mothers are hitting the stores, mom is ready to be pampered or taking her kid out for a walk, putting more water in the bowl. Wait, what? What What are you talking about? I thought you were talking about kids. Exactly. And then she said, I'm talking about pet moms. And I'm like, (laughs) you cannot do this. So it's all about how pet parents consider their dog their child and they should celebrate their pet parenthood on Mother's Day and Father's Day. And would we cover this? And you know, I wrote a nice response. What, what, what was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was very nice. I said, I kind of was like being lighthearted. And I said, you know, our beat is parents. Like we write for parents, basically. And so I don't think that it would go over well to tell them that their children are just the same as fur babies. <laughs> and that Mother's Day, that they should share their special day with pet owners. But you made me laugh. You know, like I tried to be nice about you it. You were very like, nice no. about it. And I mean, listen, we get it. Like I have pets. You've had pets. Like we love pets. But I feel like parenting an animal and parenting children. You're not even parenting It's very an different. Animal. I mean, I, look, maybe this is just me. Maybe I'm weird. I don't know. Because <laughs> apparently, according to the survey, 50% of pet parents say that they are parents. I bet we're going to find out from a lot of dog moms that are going to be I know. They're going to be all us. mad. So anyway, before I had kids, I had a dog. I had like the cutest little English bulldog puppy named Emily, who I loved. And if it weren't for Emily, I probably wouldn't have been able to have kids. Because at that point, I was convinced that like everything I touched died, every plant, you know. Aww. And and we had this dog. And so my ex used to say, you know, we were training this dog, go to mommy. And I was like, oh, no. No, no, no. I was like, do not, do not call me mommy. I'm not the dog's mommy. And he would always do it. Like, come on, go to mommy. Go, Mommy's going to walk you. I'm like, I'm not the freaking dog's mom. Stop. (laughs) You got to stop. Just say Liz. Go to Liz. So that weirded me out 
pre-kids, like, you know, 30-something, totally single, never married, no kids, never thought I'd have kids, and I still didn't see myself as a pet parent. So I don't know. Maybe it's my own personal perspective. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, you have a dog now. Oh, I roll my eyes about it all the time when people are like, these are my fur babies. My favorite is when you post something about your kids in terms of, like, difficulty with their behavior or an (laughs) issue they had at school. And they comment back, like a person will comment back like they know what they're talking about. And then they'll be like, because it happens all the time with my dog. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, I know know people like that. Hold up a minute. I've had those conversations like when I first was, you know, raising my baby. And I'd be like, thought you walked it in. Someone would be like, oh, the dog learned a new trick this week. (laughs) And like, I feel, you know, look, I get it. They're trying to fit in and jump into the conversation. But I, I don't know. It's kind of like we're in a culture where everything has to be about us all the time. It's sort of like the um, everybody gets a trophy version of parenting. Like, I get to be a mom, too. Oh, that's interesting. Look, not every holiday is for every person. I have never been married, Kristen. Never. <laughs> You've been married a few times. My boyfriend's been married twice. So, like, when we amortize it, it's, like, not that many between us. <laughs> but I don't look at, like, every anniversary post on Instagram and be like, you know, screw you. Some people don't have anniversaries to celebrate. You know, I accept that not every holiday is for me. Not every Valentine's Valentine's Day has been for me. You know what? For God's sake, my birthday is on 9-11. Yeah. Take that, people who are complaining. Like, every year on my birthday, I have to turn off the TV completely and try not to be super depressed. Yeah. <laughs> I lost yeah. my birthday. I know it's not the same thing. I no, know there's a lot no, of emotional No, But are you making comparisons? I think about that Sex in the City episode. Do you remember that? When Carrie got so annoyed because she was going to all these baby showers that she yeah. basically d- did a registry for herself and put, like, Manolo's on it? <laughs> Because when Sex in the City came out, everyone yeah. said that I was a cross between Carrie and Miranda. Oh. Because I, well, I was a Carrie for a long time because I was like the single writer in the West Village who wrote about relationships. But then I became a Miranda because I ended up um, having a baby with a bartender and moving to Brooklyn. Oh, look at you. <laughs> Real life. Yeah. Sex in the City. Exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, I get it. As we transition from should dogs be celebrated like children on Mother's Day? Should pet owners be celebrated like moms? Which I, I think I'm going to say, say no. no. I'm going to say no. All right. So there's other people. So how about people that don't have kids in general? Right. Because we hear about this a lot. We can talk about them. We can jump to that. So let's talk about people that are trying to claim Mother's Day from mothers. And granted, listen, we know that most people out there who are not moms are not necessarily trying to claim this. But, you know, it's a podcast. We kind of have to make it interesting. So we're saying (laughs) people who are claiming this from mothers. So let's talk about. People who don't have kids, like Kim Cattrall. Remember what she had said a few years ago about this topic? Oh, God, we talked about this in a like, really early podcast, we right? We did. We did. That she felt that she mentored people. She mentored yes. actresses, and that was just like being a mom. Yes. 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 No, it's not. It's not like being a mom at all. <laughs> like, and the thing about the pets as children, I get it. When you love your pet, you take them everywhere. They're in the family photos on the Christmas card. Like, I totally appreciate the love. But until you've had... A dog come home from middle school hysterically crying with their heart broken because their best friends are saying mean things about them on Snapchat. It's just not the same. Yeah, that will never happen to a dog. I mean, she actually went as far to say that she's a mother to them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably why. It wasn't she was like like a mother. She used very specific language. Like she said yeah. she was a mother to them. When I had my first kid, I remembered feeling like, oh, wow, it kind of is a club. Like it is. It is I had no clue before I had children. I had no clue what it was like. I wasn't necessarily jealous or 
even really curious, to be honest. But then when I had a kid, I was like, oh, I totally get it. I understand now. It's true. It's yeah. it's completely 100% true. Like all of a sudden I could go into client meetings and someone could say something about their kid and it was like instant bonding. Yep. Like, oh, I have yes. a kid. Oh, Camaraderie, 100%. Oh. Yeah. And so, yes, I agree. It's a club and nobody wants to feel left out of a club. So I understand that. But you know what is a club? Every single damn happy hour, seven days a week after work that we can't go to. Yes. That club we are not members of anymore. <laughs> Our membership was revoked. You know, it's kind of like the whole theory about passing the hot baton. Like, not everything is for us all the time every day. Oh. And, like, I'm okay with that. Oh, like, can that, we just say, like, yeah. on the flip side of this, like, you, you kind of started in on it, how much we lose when we become mothers. I mean, obviously, we gain a lot. But, like, that club where people sleep late, like, I'm not ever part of that club and probably will not be anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there, there was a really interesting discussion. And it was really thoughtful and really nice on my Facebook page when I talked about the dog thing. And it led some people to say things like, you know, I want to be celebrated too. And I feel left out and I struggled with infertility. And it's hard because this society fetishizes mothers. And there was a lot of debate about do moms get all the attention? And I imagine if you're feeling bad about not being a mom, you're hyper aware of every baby bump on the cover of every magazine, like oh, every all the Facebook announcement. posts and Instagram. I mean, it must be so annoying. And, and I know that that's incredibly weighted and loaded so I don't want to diminish those feelings at all but I also know that like every time I see like get a bikini bod in one week on Cosmo I'm like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> like like not like I think we kind of fetishize youth and beauty and and lack of weight <laughs> well I, I think it's a different kind of fetishizing like I brought this up before too and you have as well that we have as a society long judged and frowned upon women who make the choice not to be a mom. Yes, we do. You know, it, do. it said something about you, like your fertility was, you know, just a, a trait of yours for the history of womanhood, really. So when there are people that choose not to have kids or can't have children for whatever reason, we as a society have created this issue because we look at those women as subpar or less yeah. than. And I th that's totally wrong. That makes me crazy. Yeah, it does. The worst thing we can do is say to any woman who is single or without children or, or married without children and say like, so when are you having kids? Ugh, or do you want to have kids? Or why aren't you having kids? Question. You know, like it's not our business. Right. And so I have huge problems with that. Like there are plenty of women in my life who I know and adore who don't have kids for various reasons by choice or not by choice. And they're like amazing, productive, incredible women. Probably more productive than we are. All on their own. <laughs> well, yeah, you're getting true. sleep. No, I'm just kidding. You know, your your value is not in your ovaries. Yes. <laughs> and so yeah, let's just say that. So don't be mad at the moms. Let's don't be mad at the moms. Be mad at the patriarchy. <laughs> That's it. It's the patriarchy. Add another thing to the list of what to be mad about when it comes to the You're patriarchy. Right. So one woman did say that she was like debating weighing in on the dog thing. And she said, you oh. know, it's very hard for her to grapple with the fact that she had fertility issues and has accepted that she can't have children, that her dog has kind of taken that place for her and it makes her feel better. And I totally understand that. I thought that was a really sweet point and that, you know, it allows her to like nurture and care for a being and feel motherly and responsible and all those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that said, Mother's Day is not for dog owners. It's one day a year. Or friends that feel like moms. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a mom because I do motherly things. I don't think so. And then let's talk about dads. Come on. Dads have their own days. So I don't know why they're trying to, like, 
take Mother's Day away from us. But I I I think there are widowers and I think of the single dads out there that play the role of both parents in their home. Um, but still, I, I don't think you get Mother's Day. Yeah, no, I mean, but there's Father's Day and it's literally like a month later. It's not like you have to wait all, you know, another 10 months or something. It's like, it's coming up. The second Mother's Day is over, guess what? We start doing Father's Day gifts on our site. Boom. It's true. But like, it's funny. I just started browsing the web searching for like single dads on Mother's Day. Oh God, Krista, there's so much. Yeah. I found this article. It's so stupid. I'm not going to even mention the site. <laughs> like the guy writes, so I'm sorry for the internet trying to find gift ideas for fathers who are single dads on Mother's Day. Can you believe there aren't any sites available? What? That's what he wrote. Yep. With all caps, just to drive home the point. And he said, yeah, it's Mother's Day, but look around. There are a lot of guys out there raising children by themselves and they need love too. And I thought, stop it. Just stop it. Like this is a world gone mad. Be an awesome single dad. Be celebrated on Father's Day. If Mother's Day is hard for you, like go to the movies, do something else. Celebrate your own mother. Do something that like honors the matriarchs in your own family or your kids' grandparents. There's just like so much we can do that we don't have to make everything about us. And I think that's what makes me crazy. Like, I, you know, I'm a single mom. I don't have to like make Father's Day about me. <laughs> like, I don't need a card. Let me on just Father's play a little devil's advocate here, Liz, if I may. Sure. And say that in society, I think especially as we've seen millennial moms, right? And this surge of celebrities who are having babies and kids. I think that there has been a level of celebritizing, if I will, motherhood. You know, there are so many moms now that were celebrities that are celebrities now on Instagram and they showcase all the cool and amazing things they're doing as moms. And, yeah, I, you know, yeah, you, I agree just, you can't escape it. And so I I wonder if there's people that are like, dude, overload with the mom stuff. We get it all the time. I totally hear that. And look, I think it goes both ways. I think we all feel insecure about certain things. And I think sometimes when you're not a mom, you feel like everything's about motherhood. When you're a mom, you feel like everything's about working women that don't have kids. We all feel left out. Yeah. But, you know, to you, I was just thinking to your celebrity point, I think we're just kind of obsessed with like celebrities in general and milestones. Like how many covers of magazines can talk about Jennifer Aniston's new or ex-boyfriends or breakups or makeups or wedding plans or non-wedding plans. Like, it's not just about babies. I think we're just kind of obsessed with all these milestones. Oh, that's so interesting. getting married. Yeah. So-and-so has a boyfriend. So-and-so splitting up. So-and-so got the kids. So-and-so's having a custody battle. It's like we're we're just fascinated with the intimate details of their lives. Yeah, that's true. And what's true. more intimate than, like, pregnancy? So even though it's everywhere, we also probably spent, like, four years watching the damn celebrities' love life blow up before they got to have the baby, too. I, I can see that point. And it might just be because everything in our Instagram and Facebook feed is all parents, but that's who we're surrounded by in our real lives and also in our online lives because we write a site that's called Cool Mom Picks. Yeah, well, I want to know what other moms are talking about and doing about. And by the way, it's not always about mommyhood. Actually, I love that we have a lot of readers and a lot of listeners that are not moms because... Yeah, not like anymore. <laughs> I know, sorry. No, I, I think, listen, I think we're both really empathetic for people that have not come to terms with their lives, that their lives are not going the way they wanted, that they had dreams that are not going to come true. That's brutal for everyone. And I, I think especially where motherhood is concerned, that's really challenging. And I'm sure that around Mother's Day, that it's an extra little pang of hurt. Or a big pang. I mean, I think, yeah. you know, we can talk about the dog moms and the friends and the dads. But I think there are a group of people where it truly is a very difficult holiday. Yeah. I, I want to talk about that because, you know, I've had a friend who um, experienced infertility and 
every April Fool's Day, she puts a note up on her Facebook page that says, if you're thinking about making a joke about being pregnant on today, please think twice about it. There's a lot of people where, you know, that's just a super, super sensitive topic. And I've actually seen a lot of articles about that, too. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. But I'm always grappling with this. Like, what's the line between being sensitive to others and also being able to have your own celebrations? I think it's a fine line, right? Like, I don't know whether it means that all of a sudden, you know, we can't talk about it at all, you know, but I also feel like if you know you have a friend that's in your Facebook feed, perhaps, you know, where it's really sensitive and they've been very vocal about it, they have a website about it, whatever. I mean, I think that it's kind of you to consider that if you're going to make a joke. I don't think we can be, especially like with this issue, I'm not talking about like race or gender or sexuality, of course, but you know, I think in some of these smaller circumstances, there's always going to be someone who's upset and offended. And I think the best that we can do is just be open to listening to them and to hearing their side and going forward considering that. I mean, I know that there are a lot of people that have lost their moms and have a really difficult relationship with their mom. I mean, I'm in the latter of that. Yeah. And Mother's Day and Father's Day for me are just really hard. It's hard to be on social media to see all the happy photos of moms and their daughters or whatever, moms and their sons, dads, all that stuff. It's really yeah, hard for That's me. how I felt with Valentine's Day for like 35 years of my life, basically. Yeah. So yeah. I understand. It's yeah. hard where you're like, here, I'm single again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I just read a really great tweet just as we were about to start oh, doing this show from um, Shay Stewart Boulay, who's OG blogger. She's Black Girl in Maine, M-A-I-N, on Twitter okay, and on her blog, although she's actually in Maine, M-A-I-N-E, the state. And she is awesome. She's really got a fascinating perspective on the world. And she tweeted that Mother's Day is a hard day for those of us without mothers, that she wrote that her mother passed away years ago, but the bombardment of ads, emails around the day still stirs up feelings of loss. And that the upside for her is that she's now a mom and mother-in-law, so it shifts the day a bit. And I, I think that's interesting that like people who lost their mothers, when they become mothers, you can kind of reclaim it a little bit for yourself. Yes, yes. Wolf Postick, one of our contributors on Cool Mom Eats, she she wrote a beautiful post about how to be a motherless mother on Mother's Day and why she doesn't let anybody cook for her. Her kitchen is closed. She just it's just too hard for her still. Oh wow. So she tries to do she tries to do other things with her family. Like they'll go out for a picnic so that no one's cooking. No one's cooking for anyone because that just feels to her like stuff that her dad and mom used to be you know, that that was a special thing she had with her parents. Right. Right. And so it's too much. I think for people who become motherless mothers, there's kind of a bittersweet feeling about the holiday. But I think it's it's especially hard if you, you know, have tough relationship with your mother or your mother's gone and you're not a mother yourself, right? Because oh, then yeah. what are you celebrating? Or if you're trying to have kids, and I think about so many people that I know, you know, like, you got pregnant easily, I got pregnant easily, like, I have four kids. Way I, too easily, Krista. Way too easily. <laughs> but I, I remember, like, my ex-sister-in-law who was really struggling. It must, I just could only imagine I'm also a pretty empathic person. So, like, I could only imagine how annoying it must be to be around me just because I'm like, oh, I'm pregnant again. Oh, that's so funny that you said that because when we found out we were pregnant and it was the same, and I, yes, I say we, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm old school that way. <laughs> so when, when we found out that I was pregnant, the first thing I thought of was like, oh my God, my sister-in-law, because she and my brother had been working really hard to have a baby for a while yeah. and we're not yet successful. I mean, right away I thought, oh God, how am I going to tell them? And I remember calling them and saying, hey, we have some good news, but I was very sensitive 
about it. I still remember word for word. She was like, no, 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 that's great because we're doing it in vitro and I'm going to be pregnant in like a month too. <laughs> and sure awesome. enough, she was. Yeah. She was. We had babies like a month apart. Go figure. And so I get that. Like, I, I think it's good to kind of find the balance of your own celebration that you want to have and you want to shout it to the world and also, you know, being like respectful of people in your life that might not be in that place. Absolutely. And, you know, for our friends who have experienced infertility, you know, I think also it's just a, a matter of everyone being sensitive to their plight and knowing how difficult it must be and also taking care of yourself. So if you know you just need to be offline for Mother's Day, yeah. um, if it's about celebrating with your family, celebrating your mom, if she's still in your life, if you're able to find other ways, I think we all need to respect that too. I think you know, so there too. are just a lot of people that it's difficult for and you have to take care of yourself. I hate the idea of obligation and feeling like you have to be obligated to do something like, no, Not if you at can't all. hack it, then you need to take care of yourself. I 100% agree. It's why I pretty much stay offline on my birthday every year on 9-11. I don't want to watch like towers falling down every morning to start my day. You have to like look out for yourself. That said, I think there's other ways to do that besides saying there should be no Mother's Day or Mother's Day should be for dads too. Right. Mother's Day should celebrate <laughs> pet moms. Because look, here's the thing, guys. As a mom, like, Life is really hard. I didn't understand this till I became one, but like it's it's hard. It's often thankless, especially when your kids are young and you're in the thick of it. And then it comes back again when they're teens and they're miserable. No, I agree with you. <laughs> like it's not often that your kids stop to say thank you, but they stop <laughs> to say so like true. I value you and I love you. Yes. And I want to cry saying that. So like, I want to eat it up, man. Yeah, those moments really mean a lot and keep yes. you going. And look, it's the same reason that we have like secretaries or office assistance days, or you know we have days to honor all different kinds of people because everybody needs time for them. Everybody needs like one day where you can just feel like this is a special day for me. And, yes, um, and I agree. so, you know, I, I hope that we can find what our special day is without having to take someone else's special day away. I hope that doesn't sound Pollyanna. It doesn't sound Pollyanna ish. And, you know, and it's I, my special day. I think that's a good way to end the discussion. Of course, we can always keep this discussion going, which we love to do. You can email us spawned at coolmompicks.com. Hop over to Twitter. We're at coolmompicks. Use the hashtag spawn show. You can find us on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. What do you think about all this? Should dog moms get to celebrate Mother's Day? Should dads get to have a piece of Mother's Day? Should they even be called dog moms? Or is that just right. crazy? Right. Crazy talk. Let us know what you're thinking. We would love to hear from you. And we know we will because, you know, a lot of different opinions about this. It's very complex. But um, yeah, please hit us up. Spawned at coolmompics.com. We always love getting your emails. All right. Well, we'll be back with our cool picks of the week right after this. Kristen, I am so happy that St. Jude is our sponsor this week. I know. How perfect for Mother's Day. Literally since I was a child, yes. I've known about St. Jude. My parents supported them when I was a kid. And I'm so glad to welcome them here as a sponsor. I know. It's so perfect for Mother's Day. I love the idea of giving back and helping out other parents and other families on Mother's Day and really any day. You don't have to save it for a special holiday. This is something that can be done any day. And yeah. do you know all of Well, you do because you're familiar with them. But I I'm not sure our listeners do. They do so much for families. I know. If you go to the website, stateju.org slash family, it's actually amazing. We even had a writer go visit them a That's few years true. ago. Delilah oh, yeah, visited them we and did. spent the day. And she came back. She's like, I'm blown away. I cannot believe what these people do for families. And they don't charge them, by the way. I know. Like, they're totally funded by people, individuals, donations. They don't charge families so that they can really focus on caregiving and being a family and dealing with the emotional and physical 
physical needs of kids that have life-threatening diseases. And it's just a remarkable organization. I know. I mean, I can't believe it's not just the treatment that families never receive a bill for. It's their travel. It's their housing. It's their food. And they really want to just allow families to worry about their child so that they can take care of everything else. I have friends who have had children who have been very sick. And the burden of all of those other things, not to mention the worry about their child, is so overwhelming. So to have a bulk of that taken on by St. Jude is is amazing. I know. My mom always says she's like blessed to have everything. So I tend to make donations in her name for holidays and for Mother's Day. Right. And it's such a good idea, especially to St. Jude, because you know you're helping other mothers and other families. But by the way, by the way, Kristen, as you know, they have one of the best gift shops of like any charity anywhere. You know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. And I should just say too that that's my approach for every Mother's Day because all the moms are like, don't get me anything. Don't get me anything. But I I still want to support the moms in my life. And I love the idea of donating in someone's name. So consider that. I bet your friends will thank you, by the way, not just because this is such an amazing cause, but also because it's one less thing that they have to put somewhere, clean up, wear, all that kind of stuff. (laughs) You know? When you give someone a St. Jude gift card, you don't have to clean it up under your car seat. (laughs) That's basically what you're saying. But hey, if you want to help, which would be great. Yes. um, Just visit stjude.org slash family and you can learn all the ways that you can help them. It doesn't take a lot. It feels really good. And you really are helping a top-notch, amazing organization. Okay, Liz, it is time for Cool Picks of the Week. Cool Picks of the Week. But before you go first, which I'm going to do because you're not feeling well, I feel I like know. you have to go first. I can't wait to go lie down. I just want to tell everybody <laughs> that in case you didn't know, we have a pretty extensive Mother's Day gift guide, which should really be all of our cool picks of the week. But we can't because there's like hundreds of things in these guides. Right, Liz? It's true. Cool mom picks, cool mom tech, and cool mom eats. All we have like have so many gift ideas, brunch ideas. Oh, you know what? Tons of last minute gift yes. ideas. Like yes. So if you forgot to get your mom something or your kids forgot to get you something and you're the one who has to be like, here, order me this. Yes. yes. <laughs> I do that, by the way. Yeah. Then, um, yeah, we have tons of ideas, especially on coolmompicks.com. So hop on over. And by the way, they make great gifts most of the year, too. Like, they don't all say oh, Mother's yeah, Day Oh, yeah. They don't have them. to be for Mother's Day. And also, we're giving away like $820 worth of amazing stuff. And the entering is so easy. So if anything, you should go enter our giveaway. It's true. It's a great giveaway just so our listeners know the accessories council um, has this total spring chic fashion editors bag they put together for all the big new york magazine editors who came to check out all the new spring accessories so it's worth 820 dollars. it's really nice and they gave us one to give oh, away they're so not a sponsor nice. they're I'm just jealous. super cool about it i am jealous i know there's there's some really good stuff in there i was like how come i don't get one of these so anyway <laughs> so, you know not to like trample all over our actual cool picks of the week i just wanted to mention We do have a Mother's Day gift guide. We have a fantastic giveaway. And now, Liz, you may go with your actual pick of the week. Okay, so I'm going to, you know, I've been between like two different things. I know. Back and forth. But here's the thing. I have to, I have to give credit to the This Is America video by Childish Gambino or uh, also known as Donald Glover. I, I, I can't. 
think of a piece of art that has stayed with me so intensely for so many days. Like I've watched it, I don't know, 15 or 20 times probably. Have you watched it a lot? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we have such a great post on Cool Mom Picks about talking about it with your kids. And you put it up on Instagram and there was such an amazing conversation in the comments about this. If I may give you a rating, I think this is a great cool pick of the week. Oh, thank you. It's really good. And Kate did a great job on this post. The post is really about why we, especially as, you know, well, I'm I'm a white lady. You're biracial. But that, you know, non-black parents in particular have an obligation to talk to our kids about this. And I hear a lot of moms saying, like, I want to keep my kid innocent. I don't want to show them. And, you know, we had a commenter on Instagram who said, I don't have the liberty to not have my kids live in this world. Like, the least white allies could do is watch it and know about it. And I thought that was like done, said it all. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the ability to be able to choose whether to watch it or not is a privilege, right? Because people are living this every single day. Yeah. So for us to just be like, no, we don't need to watch it. That's we could do an entire like episode on it. Honestly, Donald Glover, if you're listening and you want to come on, just say the word. <laughs> we will have a special podcast just for you. But until then, we put together a really great post that has about, I don't know, 15 or so links to some of the best commentary around the web. Everybody from Lovey, from Awesomely Lovey, to music experts at Ivy League colleges who do all kinds of analysis of the video. And it's like every time you read something, you have to go back and watch it one or two more times to see what they're saying. It's so good. I love being able to put together posts of people who just do it better than we ever could. It's like, just go read what they wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Exactly. All right. Awesome. And of course, as always, we'll put all the links from our show and Cool Picks of the Week on CoolMomPicks.com on our podcast page. What is your Cool Pick of the Week, Kristen? Cool pick isn't actually a thing so much as it is an idea that I had for my birthday, which always is about a week before Mother's Day. And by the way, happy birthday, Kristen. Thank you. But can I just say... You still look 29 I tend to get the shaft, even though, thank you, you say I look so young. I tend to get the shaft on my birthday. Not from you. You sent me a lovely, hilarious gift. If you go to our Instagram page, you can see what Liz (laughs) is worth going to see especially if you're a tea drinker. But if you're not, it's still worth going over to our Instagram page to see. But for the most part, I get the shaft, right? Because it's like one week before Mother's Day. Oh, you get the dual gifts. It's like I people get the with dual the gift. December 24th birthdays. Yeah, hell yeah, which is worse. So my idea this year is like, I don't need any more stuff. We've got a kid going to private school. We're trying to save money. Like, please don't buy me anything. How about we all just get one-on-one time with me. And I have four kids. I love this so much. So that was my idea. And I crowdsourced it. So I put it on Facebook and I was like, hey, guys, what can I do one-on-one with my kids? It doesn't cost, I'm I'm okay spending a little bit of money, like not like a, I'm not going to Hawaii with one of them, even though I would love (laughs) to do that. I'm not going to Hawaii. If only. What can I do? And oh my gosh, weren't the ideas amazing? They were. They were really good. I liked my idea. I have to put a vote for my idea. I like the idea of you just going to a hotel room and like doing nothing. I love that. Like remember when we went with me and you and Sage, we got snowed in in Philadelphia and we just hung out and like watched movies. Totally. Got hot chocolate. Yeah. Somebody else make the bed for a night. It was really special. Yeah. So we actually might do a post about this because the ideas were really good. But you know, it's so funny. I don't think about it as much. Maybe other people think about it more, but I'm always with my kids. So the idea of me taking one-on-one time often just doesn't come into, you know, my periphery. And so I was like, wait a second. I really feel like they would like one-on-one time with me. I would like one-on-one time with them. So we ended up doing thrifting and flea marketing with my oldest. Oh, God. Thalia will be so jealous. We're going to go to an Eagles game with my 
my son. So that's going to kind of be his birthday and Christmas gift. Wow. Too, that's going to cost a lot of money. And oh, we're doing cake decorating. Both of my uh, younger girls wanted to do this cake decorating class. I'm going to cry. You're the best mom. I know. It'll be fun. I'm so excited. It's such a treat. You know, you've got two kids. When you get to spend quality time with one of your kids. And you know what? It's funny. Even parents of one kid, a friend of mine has one child. And she said for her, it's very often that the one child kind of gets pawned off to one or the other parent. So for them, it's about spending time as a whole family that she found so special. Wow. So it's a little different, but it's like still there's that time alone or maybe together with your kids that you're not having. It's very special. I think it's cool. You actually planned your own birthday gift. I planned it. To do something that your kids would like because you knew that you would enjoy being with them. That's right. You're awesome. I'm serious. Thank you. And you know, I I had a lot of time alone with Sage, my youngest, this weekend. She's going to be 11 this weekend, by the way, which is crazy. I know. That is crazy. I still think she's like five, probably (laughs) because she's like the height of a seven-year-old. Oh, poor Sage. (laughs) Poor Sage. But um, I had to take her out shopping. Oh, maybe this will be our next episode. What do you do when your kids have to go to their cousin's bat mitzvah and won't wear dresses? Oh, (laughs) yes. On the next episode of Spawned. Yeah. So anyway, I took her shopping for the afternoon and I just said to her, Sage, I really like spending time with you. And her eyes lit up. Like oh, her whole yeah. face lit up. And like I think just for kids to hear that from yes. their parents is a really nice thing. Yes. You know, we talked about how nice it is for our kids to acknowledge us. It's nice for us to remember to acknowledge how much we love our kids. And also no judgment either. Like I think kids so much, their performance is being evaluated, right? Their hard work is being praised. And just the idea of like being together, kind of like in our last podcast that Lisa and I did about playing. Like I love to yeah. watch you play. Same thing. Yeah. Like, I just love hanging out with you. Hearing that is like such a non-judgmental statement. I think it's fantastic. Good yes. work, Liz. Good work. Yeah, well, that's a good cool pick. Just like alone time with the kid. Like, alone time I, with I the love kids. That. Do it, people. And even, you know, when my oldest, because she's at sleepovers more and stuff now, when I have just like a night to like cuddle up with my youngest and she gets to pick the Netflix movie and doesn't have to, you know, debate with any other siblings and she gets to pick what we have for dinner. Like, those are special times. They are special very times, special. Kristen. Very special. Alright, well. Oh, this is nice. That's it. Those were our cool picks of the week and that's our episode of Spawn happy mother's day to all the moms out there we're so glad that you joined us hopefully you know maybe it's part of your mother's day but honestly like listen and go out go do something get out of the house or do something and just like keep your earpods on you so that you can listen to spawn this can be your me time this can be your me time i want to say a huge thanks to our engineer john bowen and i also want to say that he did not have to edit out any of your sneezing, blowing your nose, or coughing, which I am very impressed by you, Liz. Uh, I have that's to say. I keep hitting, like, there's, like, a sneeze button when you have a microphone. <laughs> so that if you're, like, <laughs> you could, like, mute it for a second. No, I was, I'm exaggerating. I didn't really do that. But no, you didn't. Thank you. I'm impressed. I'm really glad to hear that. And, of course, we love hearing from you. <laughs> you know what? If you want to give us a Mother's Day gift, we're, we're so cheap and easy. Just leave us a nice review on iTunes. And then make sure to subscribe. You know what? I'm going to make you a t-shirt that says that cheap and easy. I'm cheap and easy. <laughs> it's cheap and easy. That's what you get when you become With a mom. You become cheap and easy. Page. Yeah, yes. but it's true. Cheap yes. and easy. Leave us a review on iTunes, especially one of the ones with all the stars yes, checked. That's always stars. extra special. That's kind of like the ribbon, the extra ribbon on the gift. And make sure to subscribe. Just click subscribe right now while you're listening and thinking about it. And then that way you'll never miss another episode because we will be back next week with another fresh episode of Spawn. Thanks for listening to Spawn. This is Kristen. And this is Liz. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.